0: This is KD&K Carbondale, Community Access Radio, Glenwood Springs, Carbondale, the Roaring Fork Valley, and beyond. You are listening to Geek Speak. Speak for Geek Speak on KD&K comes from Louie the Computer Guy, providing PC and Mac repair, networking support, tutoring, and web design. Secure, informed, and connected. Contact Louie at 970-948-7992. I'm your host, Matt McBrayer. You are listening to Geek Speak. In studio with Louis, the Computer Guy and Modern Marty. How's it going, Matt? Going good. How's it going, Matt? Marty's doing the stand-up thing today. Doing well,
1: making see me feel audio, audio. All, right. uh, all, all the all the new te- technology here. All the studio. technology. Yeah, ah, it's a lot, lot of technology here now. All right, very good. So, I want to ask you guys: Would you ride in a robo taxi, a self-driving
0: car? What's the operating system? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Atari sixty-four
0: okay that one that's that's workable
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the future i don't know I, it's just what hap- i mean what's what's the override because unexpected things happen you know and i just i don't understand what's the override i mean do you have is there a panic button for the passenger i mean
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know I, mean, I I always think of the scene from uh uh, what is it? iRobot with Will Smith, mm-hmm. where uh, I can't. Yeah, you know, it was one of the it's one of the first scenes. But basically, uh, the he says, "Oh, I was in manual mode," and everyone scoffs at him. Uh huh. Because you, you know, whatever, whatever. There's been you know, it's been twenty years since there's been any you know a- AI accident with the system or something. You know, whatever Got it is. It. But it, it just that uh, every time I hear that, it's, it's like. You know, at, at some point, systems are going to be better at driving than humans. Humans are are general purpose things, and nature never really intended us to go more than twenty twenty five miles an hour. Uh huh. So now you can go get a car that'll go two hundred miles an hour and not completely break break, uh, break your bank account. Got so, it. So I'm not, it's, and, and that's one of the reasons we have speed limits and other things. But it's just always interesting to me. That's like, cause like. Right now, I'm commuting to Aspen to do work mostly, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, that's two hours out of my day, yeah, of being stuck adjusting a pedal on the floor and moving a wheel in front of me left and right so I don't hit things. Yeah, so it's like that's a good point. Yeah. So it's like, well, if I if you know I can and I, I have too much equipment typically to use public transportation. Uh huh. Uh, so I can't really say, oh, I'll just go take my wheel tool cart to the bus and you know take everything up there and mm-hmm. run up on the bus and. Yeah. It maybe takes a little longer, but I can open up my laptop and I have, you know, several different devices to get on the internet. So it's like, well mm-hmm. I could that could free up that two hours for me to do, you know, other administrative tasks sure. or, or talk to people or whatever it is. Yeah. I mean
1: two hours worth of returning emails and generating quotes and doing billing and stuff, I mean, that's invaluable. I right. mean it's it's the difference between feeling like your life is in control and just spinning out
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely uh,
1: so you know i'm gonna you heard it here first i'm going to suggest that uh, they need to come up with um like compartments in the bottom of the buses that perfectly fit you can get like a perfect perfectly sized job box with wheels on it and it's just very easy to just roll it into that thing right like like the ski racks clamp you know yeah have have a lot you can have it in and out in 25 seconds and you know, when you get get to your destination, just go click. click.
0: Yeah, because I I have everything on a job cart now. Or enter enter
1: your code or whatever you know, and yeah, and pull it. Yeah, out. or touch and, your
0: phone to it with NFC or there something. There you go. That's a
1: good one. Yeah. So yeah. So okay, those uh, those of you who run Rafta, I hope you're listening. But uh, I mean,
0: that's the main reason I can't. You know, I have my mm-hmm. my Prius is completely full of of tool carts, mm-hmm. uh, so I can't. I don't I don't think I have a good way to use public transportation to get up there and do what I need to do and get mm-hmm. back. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know, for me it's the big problem
1: is especially with Aspen is that um you know, if if you if if Aspen's the hub, how do I get to the ends of the spokes, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. buses go to some of the places that I want to go, but um it's you know, I mean I can't I can't get to a call up by Pine Creek Cookhouse. Um Right. You know, without hiring a taxi. And then all of a sudden with Aspen taxi prices, I didn't make any money. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's like, why even go out? You know, so, um, yeah, that's uh, so I guess. Uh, so the, the, the story that I'm looking at about this, uh, the guy says uh, it is past midnight on a quiet residential street in San Francisco. And I've just left a taxi with the nagging feeling I didn't close the door properly. Normally, I wouldn't worry, but this isn't a normal ride. It's a cruise robo-taxi with no human driver to close the door. I go back to check, and sure enough, it was a weak push. A human voice pipes up on a speaker, checking that everything is okay. I apologize about the door, but I also press her, what if I hadn't come back? We would take care of it, she reassures me. <laughs> so so I guess there's a human being monitoring. No, they, they're not saying that it's a human voice it's actually human human voice or is it you know somebody at robo taxi central um you know just there to deal with that kind of stuff right it's like you know i don't know it seems seems like that could be kind of labor intensive you know but uh, so so maybe yeah. there are people that you know can override and take over <laughs> it's like grand theft auto right <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we do with drones all the time
1: yeah, exactly. So. Um, 970-963-2976. The name of the show is Geek Speak. You can call us. We will answer your questions or we will um, make up answers. Um, <laughs> I've, I've never done that, but we it, yeah. it's always a possibility. Yeah. yeah, we'll make up We probably answers. have somewhere
0: around 50 years yeah. of technology experience in the room, maybe a little more.
1: Yeah, if, so if you want an irrelevant answer to your question... We're your guys. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, give us a call uh, with your tech, tech stuff if you want to weigh in on any of the controversial subjects, um, if you have a strong feeling about uh, robo-taxis, um, things like that. Um, uh, got anything hot on your list there, Modern Marty? I don't mean to put you well, on the Louis, spot. Well, Louie, I was that. thinking about your, your uh, desire to answer all the emails mobily, but you, that's what ChatGPT is for. <laughs> you can <could> program yeah. <laughs> program ChatGPT to answer your emails. That's the whole point of That's it. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, I after talking to my daughter this weekend because um, she's really big into ChatGPT, and um, a- after talking to her, I am intrigued. I- I'm going to have to get on and really play with that thing and see because I guess, I mean, I mean, you can write a story. And then basically tell and plug it in, paste it into Chat GPT and say, um, Tell this, f- make this story sound like it's being told by a Southerner. You know, <laughs> it'll come back with a, you know, it'll basically chop off the G's and put in apostrophes and, um, you know, do all the things that uh, to give it a colloquial um,
0: Southern feel,
2: you know. And well, apparently uh, this time they still have to edit it a lot. So, you-
1: yeah, yeah. But, if you think about it. But I that's mean, what
0: Grammarly's is for. So you just don't. <laughs> so you take okay. ChatGPT and put right. it into Grammarly and then yeah, okay. edit it, right?
1: Yeah. And then you're gone. You're gone. to the races. Yeah.
0: Did you know that one of the pioneers
1: of uh, Grammar Check lives right in our Yes, valley? I was aware of that. So, yeah. and he, yep. And uh, so shout out to Bruce Wampler. Uh, that was a big deal. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. He uh, helped all of us sound a little bit better on down the road. So, um, what other what other things uh, can can you use it for? It's um, well, I, mean, I, I thought reading about it. That's one of the things they're looking forward to is people who use ChatGPT in these menial tasks, uh-huh. like answering the same email like a hundred times a day. They can so you could program it to say, "Have you tried turning it off and back on again?" <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> which should have been actually one of its most basic. That should have been one of the first things that it learned, don't you think? And so. Um, so. I w- I was reflecting with the customer the other day about how um, how anymore I because that's always the first question I ask when somebody texts me with a tech problem I I basically immediately text back and say Have you tried turning it off and back on again And invariably it's been a long time since anybody said No, no. haven't tried that it, Most people are like Yeah several times and um, so.
0: Although i found that you have to define that sometimes uh because resetting it may mean pushing the little reset button that's going Mm -hmm. to break your programming as opposed to unplugging it and plugging it back in. Okay. So you have to be careful with how you choose to instruct people to reboot Mm -hmm. their devices.
1: Yeah. You know, one of my favorite episodes of The IT Crowd is where he's just explaining to somebody... You know they're they're telling him that they've done half of the process, and he's he's going on about yeah. Well, the turning it back on part is a really important process part of the process. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, you can't forget that part. Otherwise, the, the screen is really dark. So,
0: yeah. Um, of course, then when you're testing backlight, then it's even more difficult. Yeah. If they if your backlight's gone off,
1: exactly. Let's see. What are some other uh, fun stories that are rolling around? So I guess uh, it's been a bad week for Twitter. Um, uh, I know people are tired of hearing us talk about Twitter, but um, this is a a schadenfreude zone, and um, we, at least uh, for me it is. I can can have – I can take delight in Elon Musk's anguish and – my observation is apparently he fired one of the wrong people. <laughs> he fired the guy with the the Wi-Fi access code or something. i don't know. You know, it's um, he's let a lot of his tech people go, and um, so I mean, I I could have predicted <laughs>
0: if, you, if you
1: let your tech people go,
0: you're probably going to have tech
1: problems somewhere along the line. You
0: know. Right. Yeah. If you don't let allow them to. Uh leave gracefully well i mean that's part of it but you gotta have some you know yeah you gotta have some. somebody needs to know the i know how the how yeah. the wi-fi infrastructure works well you know i'm
1: not impartial on this subject but you need a nerd in the house you know at least yes. you need and, and at twitter you probably need a few you know because stuff is just gonna i mean tech doesn't you know tech is made in the human image and we are so imperfect that um you know it's just going to break. So, all right. Well, um, once again, our number is nine seven zero nine six three two nine seven six. If you want to call in, and weigh in. Um, it looks like uh, Microsoft is uh, going to be putting in a bunch of fiber in uh, Africa. Uh, we have a phone call. Thank God. You're on with
0: the geeks.
3: This profile here. She was. Oh, hey, it's Donna. How are you?
1: Good, Donna. How are you doing?
3: Oh, pretty good, thanks. Go I ahead. was just calling in. I hadn't talked to you in a while.
1: Yeah, you've and, probably uh, got a bunch of questions piled up, don't you? Like note cards sitting on your car seat, <laughs> just all the stuff I want to <laughs> yeah, ask. Yeah, you, know, you know, I tell
3: you exactly. I still have, you know, I'm struggling with more electrical things than electronic things. Uh huh. But um. I uh, I do I am going to be going to Europe, and I'm I'm only taking a carry on. I'm going for like 15 days, and you know, part of me I think that one of them I take my uh, iPad, my Bose, you know, over the ear headphones for the plane, and other than that, I, I don't know if I can fit in my carry on. But <laughs> you know, yeah. like those few things, but it it. it it would be really hard for me to travel without an iPad because I use it for so many things. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. for reading, you know. I just don't think this old iPhone 8 is going to cut it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yep. Uh, no, no. I mean, having I having it, some good, it, it, good, good technology when you're traveling is super important. I mean, I, I use the maps and... Uh, you know, um, you know, looking for restaurants, uh, you know, just stuff like that. It's, I just don't know how you do it without, I don't know how they did it back in the day. So, uh, where, where
3: are you? Yeah. In? Um, and I'm going, I'm starting in Paris and taking a train eventually down to Rome. We're going for five days there and then I'm getting on a, a Greek, a you know, Greek Island cruise, Woo. um, you know, you know a
1: Oh, we're kind of losing you, dear.
3: You know, I don't don't really, I don't know about that, but... Yeah. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, can you hear me?
0: Yes, we can. can. Oh,
3: okay. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to get internet when I'm on the ship, but those are, those two electronic things are really important.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm sure you'll you'll get internet on the ship. It's, I mean, you you can't have internet. Oh, yeah. No no internet anywhere. It's just... (laughs)
3: So,
1: yeah was I it might
3: be kind of expensive <laughs> oh got it got it
1: yeah well very good you're just doing this for for uh, just this is a pleasure pleasure will get away
3: yes just for fun um i was going to ask you so when i take my iphone you guys know offhand i can change the sim to get when i get over there to use like european network or or should i just pay you know the international i don't know that my service I an international plan, but I guess I could call my, 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 um, or, yeah, so,
1: you know, I don't know how much has changed, but last time I traveled to Europe, I think it was a $59 international roaming package that I had to buy. And, um, that didn't get expensive until I forgot to cancel it. Um, and, uh,
3: Yeah. And I found yeah. Out, I
0: found okay. out a year and a half later I forgot to cancel it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, my sister oh my travels in oh uh Europe somewhat often so she's uh she uses Google Fi. Yeah,
3: that's what I use.
1: Google and Fi just works everywhere. It's pretty kind of, it's much kind of wild. Ah, Yeah. yeah.
0: So. Okay. That might be a, a an option for traveling Is looking at Google Fi. Uh she, and I'm not, well, okay. to look at some of the other uh, VA I look
3: at. Yep.
1: All right. Yep. Well, tell you what, um, are your signals kind of spotty, Donna? But, okay. hey, have a great travel. That's
3: a good idea.
1: Yeah. Have a good trip. Yep. Thanks for calling.
3: Thank you. I'll talk to you guys. All
1: right. Yeah. Sounds good.
3: Thank you. Bye. Take
1: care. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I was surprised when I traveled to uh, Roatan. It just, like, just worked everywhere. Like Google uh, Fi. You didn't change any settings. It's just okay. like you never left. So tell me more. I, I don't know that much about Google Fi. Um, I'm, I'm Google Fi deficient oh, another... illiterate. You got another call. Oh,
0: you're on with the geeks.
2: Yes, hi. This is Patty from Carbondale. I was calling because I listened to your uh, information last week about buying a VPN, and I've asked that question in the past and never got the answer that I heard last week, uh, which was interesting because anytime I was told the reason that you need a VPN is that anytime you aren't on a home secured network which can be whether you're out of your home at any time, either traveling or at a hotel, none of these networks are secure. And that that was the primary reason for using a VPN. And I don't know if your same person is still there today, but that was question number one. And the second one is concerning the rescue key. That is the 24 or 26 digit rescue key that uh, is up for discussion on the iPhone as to whether or not you should set one up as it being the only secure way to uh, keep your uh, information away from prying eyes uh, and trying to someone's shoulder surfing you on your four digits or six digit pen when you use that for uh, Apple Pay and so forth, or to access your phone and unlock it. So those are my two questions.
1: Got it. Um, Well, let's see. I I would say uh, that's a really good call on the VPN answer. Um, You know, yes. Whenever you join a network, uh, uh, if you join a Wi-Fi network and it immediately pops up and asks you for a Wi-Fi key, like your device asks for that to join it, then that means you're joining an encrypted network. If it then if the network tosses you to a Web page to, like, click a checkbox and say, I agree, or put in your room number or your last name or something like that, as they do in hotels, then uh, you're basically going to be communicating on an unencrypted connection. And so if somebody was so inclined to um, want to try to um, hijack your data stream, they could. Um, So I think I got that right. It it, it
0: gets muddy really quick because you're connecting so because there's you have the whole issue of security so you have a security authorities which there's a set that it's stored on your device and so if you try to go to especially if you've traveled, if you've already connected to that site already uh the site is going to by default use https which is an encrypted uh thing but mm-hmm. that, so but that doesn't mean that somebody who has access to the web to the network even if and this gets more complicated even uh, so Parts of the packets are not necessarily encrypted unless the site you're using is using encrypted DNS, which is starting to exist, but it's not uh, completely widely uh, deployed yet, and there's, I, and I'd have to look a little bit more into that. Um, but there's pieces of information that somebody who is sniffing the packets on that network could say, oh, I saw them go to Google, or I went to this, or went... And so there's ways... There's additional pieces of information that are available where... Uh, if you're using something like a VPN, uh, all that tunnel, and they can see that you're connected to, to the VPN, uh, but they can't see the DNS request. They can't see any of the other, all the ancillary traffic uh, between you and the internet to get to Google.com or to Twitter or whoever you're trying to get get to. And so, okay, and there's so there's ways to spoof those things, but again, that it gets really muddy really quickly there. Yeah, unless you know you
1: have a high value target, you know. I mean, right, you know. So. It,
0: but anyway, go about,
1: ahead, go ahead, caller.
2: How about using uh, the hotspots that uh, are available from being a Comcast customer, uh, Xfinity? There's all those Xfinity hotspots, of which, of course, I turned off mine. That was the extra hotspot being emitted from the signal sure. on the box that
0: i have
3: because Uh i figured i'm not their point i was gonna say i
0: (laughs) I use those very heavily uh, when i had xfinity yeah so and you know i never really worried about it because almost everything i access online is secure Mm -hmm. anytime you have to put a password in, it's your browser's going to come up and say hey this website's not secure maybe you shouldn't put your password in
1: yeah so yeah. yeah actually uh matt's got a really good point whenever uh if whenever you're in a web browser and you've got the little padlock up at the top of the address bar and the yeah. uh, the url starts with https and that basically means that the uh you know all the all the traffic all the conversation is all encrypted anyway right. um
0: so and that would be really really hard for somebody to yeah uh, and they're and, and that's more and then that's more of a the, you know it might be like uh I'm, trying, you know, like Mike. I'm just going to pick on Microsoft, but like microsoft.support.com com or something, uh, where you know if you uh, if you look at it really closely. So like if you're trying to get to, the one you're actually trying to get to is let's say support.microsoft.com, support Microsoft com, but it says microsoft.support.com com or something like that. You know, you need to be cognizant of what you're connecting to, but that's true in, inside of a VPN as well. Yeah. So okay. what what was your other question? Um, it was a really good
2: one. Um, um, I asked about the uh, um, uh, the uh rescue key that, you know, because I oh, always yeah,
1: yeah. Okay.
2: technology. And I, you know, I looked at creating a rescue key, which, of course, then you have to write down, and mm-hmm. you can never lose. And you have to give to people just in case you lose it, because you would lose complete access to your phone. And utilizing the rescue key, though is the only way to make sure that somebody's shoulder-surfing your use of your uh, code to unlock your phone on Apple.
0: Well, there's actually a new way now, too, as of uh, mm-hmm. I- the latest version of iOS. So, But it does require about $100 in equipment.
2: Uh, I've the latest version of ios and i've looked into the YubiKeys. keys i wasn't sure about that
0: okay i've been using those for about five years as a secondary factor identification so i am uh they are a fantastic product and i uh i use them and i do recommend them so um, yeah.
2: oh, good to know good yeah. to know so yeah i I've... have been on the fence
0: yeah, so I've been using them for a long time as a, as a, one of I usually have three or four. I've been testing a bunch of different forms of second factor authentication and um, with iOS and i and the latest version of an, uh, uh, Mac OS supporting it. Uh, it's a, a you know they because they, they basically force you to get two two of them. So one that you use all the time and then they want the other one to, you know, put in a safe deposit box or, you know, put with your deeds and your titles or something. So you're not completely flat-footed if you lose the the primary. Right. And I don't know how many you can have. So, it, you know, it may be that you want to have, you know, three of them, one at the safe deposit mm-hmm. box, one with your sister and something else. Yeah, definitely.
1: So, so. well, hey, thank you, caller. Uh, I would say that uh, based on the, uh, the geekiness of your uh, content today, you, like – earned the rank of, uh, honorary geek. Yeah. So,
2: well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I, I, I got out geeked on something though, in trying to, I in trying to dump AOL this week.
1: <laughs> and what, what happened there? Uh, you, did you get lock yourself out of some site that you need to reset the password with your AOL, pa- uh, email no, address or I was, something? Or?
2: I was dropping my landline and, uh, they, the way that it was coming up is they kept showing my landline number and instead of my uh, mobile number for when I wanted to reset my passcode, which somehow got goofed up. Oh,
1: I get it. I get All right. Yes, yeah. I've seen this. This is a problem. Absolutely. When I finally yeah. got
2: through to them, uh, wherever it was in the world, uh, they said there that the account would automatically uh, self-destruct after 90 days of no use, and I think that's all I'm left with.
1: Got it. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess the uh, the moral of the story is: uh, before disconnecting a landline or getting rid of an email address, think long and hard about who is going to try to communicate with you on those on those um, through those channels. So, um, anyway,
0: thanks for your call.
2: Thank yep. you. All thanks right. Be in there. Yep. Okay. Yep. Bye-bye. All
0: right. All right. You've been listening to Geek Speak on KDK. I'm your host, Matt McBear from Roaring Horse Help Test in studio with Louie the Computer Guy and Modern Marty. Hey, thanks a lot, Matt. We'll thanks be back you, on March
1: 20th. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All righty. Don't touch your knob.